Hello everyone, we have a very special slash chaotic episode of Mindy the Podcast for you guys this week. Basically, me and Mackenzie go through season one of Sex Lives of College Girls, or should I say we relive it. We give you our gripes, our favorite characters, our favorite episodes, and we basically say what we want to see out of our favorite characters for season two. Me and Mackenzie wanted to make this episode basically to get everyone hyped for season two of Sex Lives of College Girls. We had so much fun recording this episode. Episode, and we hope you guys have just as much fun listening to it. So enjoy. Okay, guys, we are here. We are ready to get this done because we are motivated, because we are excited, because season two of Sex Lives with College Girls is coming out. Yeah, so this is a special episode, a little different from our normal talking about the Mindy Project. Mm-hmm. We are actually going to be talking about the sex lives of college girls. Yes, and we are also going to call this an express episode. Yeah, it's really just like a trailer, a teaser, just to remind you of what happened last season because um, today is premiere day. Let's first talk about this stellar cast, okay? Okay. I just, I will, let's just get right into it. Um, we have Pauline Chalamet, uh, Renee Ramp, Armit Cower, and Pauline Chalamet. Yeah. No way. Is she related? Yes, that's her this... her brother. No way. Yeah, a hundred percent. You don't that's see crazy. the the resemblance at all. Um, they have a very strong resemblance. Um, and actually, I think that's part of like the thing that's supposed to be funny because I I think she actually knows French. So the fact that like her character doesn't know French as well is supposed to be like comedic. Yeah, it's got to be really hard to fake not knowing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Aaliyah Scott. Mm. So that's like our power for. I mean, we have like it's a deep bench in terms of all of the amazing characters on the show because you have Gatherin Leatherwood who actually won't be returning the season, but he played Nico. Mm. You have Midori Francis who played Alicia. You had James Morosini. <laughs> Sorry about that if I said it wrong. No, you're doing great. Who played Dalton Mitchell Slagger? Who played Jackson? Christopher Mayer who plays Cannon. Isla um, Paulino, who plays Lila, Lauren Spencer, who plays Jocelyn, Nicole uh, Sullivan, who plays Carol, you have Colby Strong, who plays Corey, Isabella Roland, who plays Carla, Sierra Catau, who plays Angeline, uh, Vico Ortiz, who plays Tava, Sherry Shepard, who plays the Senator, you have um, Renika Williams, who plays Willow, then Rob Hubel, who plays Henry, then you have um coach woods who's played by jillian armenti and that's kind of like our main cast no great job great shout out to all the amazing actors um i gotta know who are your top characters okay well i feel like they're all gonna be in the house i think i say this all the time number one bella i know i knew you were Um, gonna say bella kimberly but i think also because I have a soft spot for, um, I'm also blanking her name, from uh, the Mindy Project. Um, Betsy? Betsy. That makes sense. Yeah, there's yeah. like that similarity of like that innocence a little bit. Yeah. And then I would say uh, Whitney. Leighton's not even in your top four? Shocked. Shocked. All right. Well, I'm going to just really quick share my favorites. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Before you start, okay? Um. Leighton is my favorite character. Oh my god, this is gonna be you. Okay, which is why it's ironic <laughs> to me that she's not even in your top. 
but whatever. She's one this of my favorites. Be, um, I love Alicia. I think she's a great character ad this season. Of course, Lila, Cannon, and then Willow. Those are like, I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. I do love Bella. I do love Whitney. Kimberly, I'm on the fence about, but <laughs> you know. I want to talk a little bit about characters that you love to hate. Do you have a character from the show? If it helps, mm. mine is Leighton's dad. Leighton's dad? Wow. I was going to say Whitney's mom because we already know how political I love to get. So you love to hate her, though. Like, you yeah. don't. Interesting. See, I like her. I think that she was someone who was kind of misjudged, especially after watching, like, the dinner episode, like, the dinner party, just because, you know, she's been the one who's been there for her daughter, um, even though she would always put her dad up on a pedestal. So I thought that was really an interesting episode. See, I, I see that's not fair because I feel like that's a turning point for everybody. I'm talking about, like, up to that point. True, true. But no, I Leighton's dad for me, I hate him, like, in terms of, like, just his, who he is. But he's <laughs> so funny that it makes it, like, enjoyable to, like, you know, watch him. You know what I thought about? Like... I think after that dinner party, maybe he was the only person who didn't change in any way. Yeah, no, he didn't. I think he felt uncomfortable. And most people try to change in uncomfortable like, situations, you know, like learn and grow. And he was like, nope. Yeah. So not that they're yours, but just when we're talking about characters we love to hate. The situation I love to hate was that I loved uh, Kimberly when she was with Nico because I felt like she was really happy and doing college but also it was like terrible for her at the same time sis doesn't know moderation and i think that's the real problem here (laughs) she was that you know when everyone kind of talked about like this whole idea of being like boy crazy because you never were around boys kind of thing like yes sis was the embodiment of it yeah no she went a little too ham and kind of lacked on all of her responsibilities she was a little disrespectful a few times throughout the series that I can't handle. Like, you don't do that type of stuff on a professor's desk. Are you nuts? Are you at, like, what? But the thing is, I like that Nico tried to take no responsibility. And he was like, this is some, This is your uh, teacher, your professor's office? It's like, whose office did you think you were in? <laughs> I just can't. That was just too much for me. So I did actually... So I made a list of um, things that they need to to get better at. I was like, all right, like we need to improve on some of these things. Um, And don't worry, I have like a a way longer list of all the things that I love about our girls. But some of the things I was saying is literally Kimberly, one, having the whole cheating scandal. Mm. Right? Like, you know, I, I know that she was under a lot of stress and under a lot of pressure, but she should have kind of reached out to her professor in a different way and tried to like make it up. But again, because she lacked moderation. Yeah, no. And then she would mess up the remake. Like after she was given a second chance. Yeah. No, she like, she kept being distracted and letting this boy distract her. And it was just not good. I mean, come on, right? Oh my God. (laughs) He was like kind of a really frustrating character for me because he was cute. Don't get me wrong. Like the boy is cute. But, like, for him to send her so many mixed signals was the most annoying thing in the entire world. And then for her to just to be like, okay, well, that also was frustrating. So, yeah, I agree with you. I feel like he had that very ambiguous look, just like oh, my guy from I Never Have Ever. 
Action uh, Hall Yoshida. Yeah. I know, exactly. That's an ambiguous look. See, I feel like this is why I love Mindy's projects. She always, you know, has mm-hmm. these fun characters for us uh, gals. Okay, so again, another thing I thought they needed to get together was Whitney's whole cheating with the coach thing, which, mm-hmm. for fairness, by the end of the season, she kind of does. And I think it, it was important for her to have this journey and to kind of go through it. Yeah, no, I mean... I was already kind of weirded out about the situation, but then to find out that it was so many other schools and situations, I was like, whoa. I felt so bad. It was like, that's when you know when someone goes from a creep to a predator. Well, I was going to say, like, like, it's sad because she really did love this guy. She thought he was, Mm -hmm. like, this great guy, and it turns out he just was, like, this serial type of person, which is, like, not great. Yeah. And I... Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't. When I said I, she needed to go through this. I didn't mean to go through that. I think she needed to go through growth. I guess is the better phrasing of it, right? Like mm-hmm. she needed to have time to reflect and to grow and to get better and to open up with her mom and to have these moments. Um, again, it's just under unfortunate circumstances. Yeah. Okay. A gripe I have is that Leighton and Alicia need to get back together. Mm. I liked them. Please. I love it too. And also it breaks my stereotype of great lesbian couples looking alike. That is true. That that is true. They do not look alike. Oh boy. Tall blonde. Oh god. Short black hair. We're gonna get so canceled. <laughs> okay. Um anyway, uh <laughs> But I want them to get back together because I did like them a lot. And I yeah. think I understood where Alicia was coming from and that she wants Leighton to feel more comfortable in her skin and to to come out and do these things. But I I just, I do feel bad because Leighton is just not there yet. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's not fair to push her. But also I feel like she's also upfront about her feelings that she wants something serious in public. No, like I said, it's a really tough situation because I can see it from both of their sides as to like how it can be really frustrating and also how it feels like she's setting herself back. So I totally, I get it. I just like, it makes me sad because I really like them together. Yeah. Can I give one gripe about character development? Let's hear it. So I loved how they showed everyone's relationship with their parents, but I hate it that I feel like they waited all the way to the end to really like see this great relationship with Bella and her mom. Yeah, we didn't really get as much of a, a look into their relationship, which I wonder mm-hmm. if we'll get a little bit more of that next season or like in these next few episodes when, as they were released. Because yeah. it would be kind of nice to see a little bit more of where Bella came from because Bella is such an interesting character. Yeah. So to be able to kind of see how she came to be that way would be really fascinating. Oh, 100%. Especially since they're starting their own comedy writing house. I'm loving it. All right, last gripe, and then we'll go on to all the positives. Okay. Kimberly needs to figure out her financial aid situation. It makes me sad. I mean, she really, she She messed up. She really lost the bag. I'm, like, glad (laughs) that they didn't expel her, but Mm. I'm also like, girl, where are you going to get $42,000? That is so much money. (laughs) It is so much money. And a year. It's not even, like... You can find it over like like that's all that's money. No, especially when you were just worried about paying for dinner the other night. Yeah. So I really hope that those are the things that they kind of get together a little bit in this season too, because I just want our girls to be happy and to have the best. 
from what I can tell from the commercials, they get very creative with how they're going to make the money. So, I do want to talk a smidge about mm-hmm. what I think I want our girls to like accomplish, or what I'm proud of from the first season, and hopefully we see is built upon. So, you're talking about what you're proud of they accomplish at the end of season one. Yes. So, okay. kind of like saying, so for example... Um, even though Nico is now gone, so obviously this isn't going to be a thing, but I loved that Alicia and Nico kind of bonded at one point. And this is obviously before Alicia knew that Leighton was gay, but like, I thought it was really sweet to see them having fun together and that they kind of broke the stereotypes of her not going to, she wasn't supposed to like the frat house, but she was having a good time. I loved Whitney schooling the sexist soccer player. And I want more of that throughout this season of her like really taking her own and like standing up for herself yeah no i really don't know what she is trying to accomplish at school i feel like so much of her character development was kind of like the scandal so i just i don't know what i want her to do yeah so i'm hoping she's i actually kind of think that her and bella are on this trajectory of trying to create equality right like Bella's doing it through comedy. She's trying to build upon her skills and create a group that is welcoming and inclusive of female comedy writers. So, and I feel like that's something that maybe Whitney's going to also try to accomplish through maybe changing the way we look at women's sports. Okay. What about Leighton? Okay. So one, I love that she stands up to her brother So, like, she actually helps with the whole cheating scandal in terms of, like, she tells Leighton's, or, sorry, she tells Nico's girlfriend that he was cheating on her. She helps um, Kimberly get the exam so that she can turn it in. And even he actually lets her do it, too. Like, he knew better to do that, Um, which I think is going to end up coming out as to, like, his reason for leaving school. But I really was proud of her for that. And I was proud of her, honestly, my favorite moment, one of my favorite moments is her coming out story to Kimberly. So I feel like I feel like she needs to have maybe just like being single gay. I feel like she came out and then got into a serious relationship. She oh, never had to experience I think you're going to being... get what you want from the previews. I'm just saying. That's what I'm just saying. I feel like she never got that experience. It was like, I'm coming out, and then she's going to go off into the sunset with a a bed and breakfast. It's like... So basically what you're saying is, by the end of the season, you want her to be with Alicia, but just like not in the beginning. You want the slow burn. Slow slow burn, and I want Leighton to enjoy herself. Well, if the previews have anything to prove, it's going to be that you are absolutely right. And I actually am excited because it's from the previews, it also looks as though Leighton does come out to her peers. Because mm-hmm. they all were like, oh, she's in there with like multiple girls and all this stuff. So to me, that seems as though she's getting comfortable in her skin. So Bella I, is probably my favorite character. I know. And I want the sex positive to become less of her storyline. Like, I think it's cool. But I don't know. I think it holds her back from, like, I don't know, exploring other avenues if that's, like, her main thing. I agree with you. I 
think it was something I think this a lot of this season was also foreboded through her mom. Her mom said, you know, when you come in here, like they're different. Like coming you're coming into a school with a lot of money and a lot of people from different backgrounds and it's different from where you grew up. And like mm. just be careful and don't change yourself. And I think there's a little bit of you should change a little bit, right? Because that means you're growing. Change is good for growth. But you shouldn't change so completely to that you no longer recognize yourself. And I think that's kind of what happens with her because she has so much freedom. She has, you know, not had any of these experiences in high school. And I think she just had a lot built up. And I think without that moderation in key, like as a key factor here. And I think that's where she needs to learn to grow is that time management piece, that moderation, that really taking time to kind of understand what you're, you're going through. Perfectly said. <laughs> Thank you. The only other thing I wanted to say was that I just was really, you know, proud of Bella too for standing up for herself and starting that woman's um, comedy group. I was really just proud of oh. in general. Okay. I'm so sorry. I forgot about something. Go. What's the, what's the dude's name with the glasses? Eric. I I think just out of principle, and I, I feel like I know they're setting it up. She should not even hook up with him. I like. I feel like it's done where it was. It was like he should just be a guy who stood up for her, and that was it. So, Okay. I'm about and to, and that's it. And, I'm and about it to blow your whole, your oh. whole theory, um, because I was I was thinking about this. I literally just came up with this, and maybe I'm really dumb for mm-hmm. not seeing this from the jump. I actually think because I was rewatching and I watched the last bit where Bella goes up to him and is talking with him. I was like, "Thanks so much. Like, how are you doing?" And like they're having this cute little banter back and forth. And what came to my mind was that they're kind of like have the connection and the chemistry of that BJ and Mindy. In that sense, can you stop shipping every brown (laughs) girl and every white guy? No, I'm not even meaning it like that. I'm just meaning it like their connection is very much, they're both comedy, they're both extremely smart. And. He defends her and he's, you know, going to become probably one of her best friends and they have this fun relationship and whatever. I just, that's what I saw. Well, I hope he moves on. (laughs) (laughs) No, I hope they form the incredible friendship and cool relationship that BJ Novak and Mindy Kaling have. So, And then also, what are they in competing houses or is he not doing it at all anymore? That's my other question, which I'm, I think will be answered this season, as I'm very curious to know, is he, because they're making, I think, an all-women's comedy troupe, so I don't know mm-hmm. how he can be involved in that unless he's helping them create it, right? Like, helping them build it, because he has the experience. That's the only thing I can think of, unless they're, they're going to change it so much that she's able to come back and be a part of both. Yeah. I don't know. It's a great question, though. Um, I do want to talk about really quick because I asked you your favorite episode. My favorite episode is episode six. I think it's very obvious. I know. Listen, again, this is just a preview into what we all want to talk about this entire season because this season or season one was amazing. So I can only imagine season two is, is even better because, you know, everything Mindy does, she's got that Midas touch, just gets better and better. So I'm just saying, I 
I'm very excited to really do a deep dive of the first season because there are so many gems in there. The episodes, the comedy, the the actors themselves, all incredible. But my favorite episode will be episode six. So for all the listeners and out there, listeners out there, we watch probably sixty percent of our shows simultaneously. <laughs> even even old shows we watch that we're like, we're gonna rewatch this. Yeah. So you were you're always two episodes ahead of me and you were sure. like, I'm gonna be on episode four and be like, Oh my god, this is amazing. And you're being like, Bro, episode six. And I was like, <laughs> Okay, whatever. Like, as I was watching, I felt it like just like the pressure just building up to this pressure point, which was dinner, and it was like, ah. It was just so good. It's so well done, so well written. Of course, it's written by Mindy Kaling and um, Justin Noble, who are the creators of the show. So to me, it makes a lot of sense that they are at the forefront of this just masterclass in comedy writing. Mm -hmm. And honestly, and I'm going to sit on my little soapbox for this, it behooves me. It makes me angry that they were not nominated for an Emmy. I get it. I get oh, they only yeah. have small categories and these categories have like 10,000 options and, you know, they always like to mix comedy with musical, which makes no sense to me at all because they're very different. But I just don't understand why that episode in particular was not nominated because it is incredible and anyone who watches it can just see it. So I, I just, whatever. It makes me mad. No, I 100% agree with you. And I don't even want to know who actually won that year. I know. Like, honestly, the queen of getting snubbed at these award shows, and it's upsetting. But, all right. No Grammy, no Grammy. <laughs> I do want to talk about... <laughs> I'm getting out of this. <laughs> I'm going to talk about... Um, my favorite couples of the series so far, which you're going to hate all of them, oh. but it's fine. Um, I do like Cannon and Whitney. I think they're very cute, and I'm hoping that that develops, even though the preview did not make me happy because it sounds like they might be having mixed signals as to what their relationship is, and I always hate that. Um, obviously, Layton and Alicia are one of my favorites, and then I'm really shipping and hoping for... <laughs> Bella and Eric. So there we go. The relationship will be so much more special. And I believe Mindy herself will even agree with you. And so just having someone who is that close still is a best friend. True. That's very true. You're not wrong. Um let's talk about clothes. Because oh, this is about the show. Clothes. Again, not doing a deep dive, but just um some of the things I loved. All like the part, like the anything but clothes outfits for that party. I thought that was a really cute idea. Mm-hmm. And then anything late in war, she's like my style. Like I love that type of prep girl type look. So I was all for it. It kind of reminds me of like a sex in the city, prep school, all you that kind of fun. You and Sal were getting into it about it. I'm telling you, I just love the outfits. I have a, I have a direct style and that's why I love Salvador Perez. Which, speaking of Salvador Perez... He was one of the costume designers. He was the costume designer for majority of season one, as he talked about, as well as Glinda Suarez and Phoenix Mello. Of course he is. Love it. Um, And then finally, I just want to highlight the writer's team because I think it's really important as we talk about the show, we talk about Mindy's projects, all of these things. 
what's at the core of what we love about it is the writing and the writing teams because it's just so amazing to watch the character development. So I just want to talk a little bit about how we have Mindy Kaling and Justin Noble, who are the creators of the show. Then we have uh, Rupiner Gill, Caroline Goldfarb, Beth Apple, Charlie Grandy, Kristen Zublin, Vanessa Baden, Matt Warburton, Sheridan Watson, and Ali Libegat. Sorry. Everyone has very writer names. Yeah, they're all very cool. First of all, I want to point out that Charlie Grandy and Matt Warburton um, both have worked on other projects with Mindy as well. Yeah. And Charlie Grande is the co- the creator of um, the Velma series with Mindy, who is an executive producer. But, you know. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. All of it. We know, guys. It's a sloppy episode. But we really are, like, pumped for season two. I'm excited. It's a, I mean, it was a great watch. I felt like the whole time I was watching. And I, I also, this is on a little bit of our friendship. I knew this was a great show because I remember, I think I started watching a little ahead of you. And being like, well, I do not know if this is going to be a show for Mackenzie. <laughs> I know. I'm a really picky show person. I do. I really did enjoy this show. Um, it's not typically my genre of things to watch. So that is saying something for me. Kind of how I feel, which I'm going to be posting soon an article. About art- oh, my God. I will be posting soon an article about the Velma series, which is really great. Um, that's also not really a genre of mine. I'm not a huge um, cartoon fan. So it's really saying something when I don't like a genre and they can make me like the genre. Yeah. And um, and he, yeah, I think it's it's great. I'm really excited about this season and we will definitely be posting and talking more and more about it. So be sure to tune in with us as we are live tweeting, live Instagramming. We want to really get into this season. So you ready? Yes. 